time to meet the men from the ministry. Join us again at the government game with Norma Ronald, Ronald Badley, John Graham, and the men from the ministry, Richard Murdoch and Derek Guyler. In the ministry's general assistance department, Lennox, Brown and Lamb, and their secretary, Mildred, cope with a multitude of problems. It's scarcely surprising if they sometimes lose track of the passing hours. What's the time, sir? Uh, by Jove, it's 12.15, Mildred. You can bring me my lemons any time now. Righty house, sir. Will you be doing any work today? It isn't Wednesday, is it? No. No, no, I shall be taking things quietly for the rest of this week. Yes, I rather tired myself out, you know, writing that piece for the staff magazine. Mm, I can imagine, sir. Uh, you delivered it to the editor, did you? Oh, yes, sir. He was waiting for it. He says it's the first time they've carried keep fit exercises. If ministry staff do them every day, we'll uh, see some drastic changes. <laughs> Will you be doing the exercises, sir? Uh, no, no, we needn't be that drastic, no. <laughs> I hope Mr. Lamb will carry the month, though. Oh, well, mm. he could do with getting fit, I must say. He gets winded playing cards. Well, that's not surprising, is it, eh? <laughs> the only exercise he gets is going to horror films and letting his flesh creep. I'll <laughs> 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 say, you are a one, sir. Where is Mr. Lamb, by the way? He's down in the basement playing with his shredder. Oh, I see. <laughs> Playing with what? The shredder. You know, that new machine that tears up paper into tiny little bits. That's not supposed to be a plaything, Mildred. That's for destroying old secret documents. I know, sir. I took them defence papers down there, didn't I? Huh. I say I've been having great fun with that shredder. I've made all the confetti for my cousin Maud's wedding. <laughs> True, I was just telling Mildred... The shredder isn't a toy. It's for getting rid of confidential papers. That's what I've been doing, man. Oh, there's lots of stuff there waiting to be disposed of. And you fed it into the machine? That's right. It was all obsolete. Last month's NATO plans, last week's retail price list, last year's government promises. <laughs> and you made sure everything was completely shredded? Oh, absolutely, man. I was surprised to see your... Keep fit piece down there. <laughs> At least I was until I read it, and then I saw why you chucked it out. <laughs> My keep fit piece? Uh, made lovely confetti. Purple ink on yellow paper. You've shredded my article. But, but that was the only copy. How did it get down there, Mildred? Perhaps I got it switched with them defence papers. Which defence papers? Oh, you remember the drill for maintaining that anti-tank gun. Anti-tank gun? Yes. Then you must have given that to the editor instead of my article. Alex Brown. Cedric Lightfoot here, editor of the Staff magazine. Oh, uh, yes. Now, you're ringing about my manuscript. That's exactly why I'm ringing, Mr. Lennox Brown. I'm delighted. When I accepted your suggestion of a keep-fit column, I'd no idea your thoughts would be so, so original. Pardon? Your first tip, for example, uh, where you say all surfaces should be covered with grease. <laughs> I mean, that's a very clever way to keep us warm on a cold morning. Uh, Mr. Lightfoot, I think I should explain. No need, no need. It's all very clear. Although I'm not quite sure why you insist that we check bottom daily for rust. 
<laughs> but I especially like the more advanced exercises where it says, put neck in clamp, fold legs inwards, and shoot into the air. It, it's been a mistake, Mr. Lightfoot. Those instructions were intended for arms. Oh, indeed. So we fold our arms inwards and shoot into the air. Don't worry, I'll alter your typescript. Thank you so much. This article really goes with a bang. Bye. Never mind, eh? There's a nice cup of tea, sir, and there's donuts this morning. Well, I don't know how I'd manage without you. And I must say I'd like to try. Oh, don't be like that one. The permanent undersecretary told me to check our accounts, and I've got the whole lot finished. Jolly good, Mr. Lamb. I hear Sir Gregory's calling in this morning. Mm. Did you remember to check the entertainments and expenses account? Sir Gregory's very hot on that one. I've not only checked it, I've discovered the surplus on the year. We're 75p in hand. Oh, Yes, well, that's something, I suppose. <laughs> yes, well, Sir Gregory will be pleased with it. Ah, I want a word with you two. Oh, do come in, Sir Gregory, and have a seat. Uh, cup of tea, sir. Uh, may we press you to a jam donut? You may not, sir. Thank you, sir. Well, I checked our books as you asked, and you'll be delighted to hear that our entertainment and expenses account shows a substantial surplus. No less than 75 pence, sir. There. I knew Sir Gregory would be delighted. Look, he's smiling. Oh, he's not smiling. He's baring his teeth. <laughs> You're not delighted, sir? Not even a teeny-weeny bit? Of course I'm not blasted well delighted. You know the government's policy. If a department doesn't spend its full allocation in any financial year, next year they receive less. Oh, dear. Oh, dear is right, Lennox Brown. If that 75 pence isn't spent and spent quickly, this department's expense account will be cut. We're very sorry, sir. Well, it's no use being sorry, Lennox Brown. No. Just see that you lose that 75 pence and be quick about it. Or heads will roll, even square heads like yours. Well, I suppose we could have fish and chips for lunch today. Oh, don't be silly, too. We can't spend that money on ourselves. Why not? Well, you know the civil service rule. You can waste as much public money as you like as long as no one benefits. <laughs> if you benefit, it's corruption. Look, Sir Gregory said to lose the money. Well, how can we do that? Well, the quickest way to lose money is on a horse. Ah, by a happy chance, my newspaper is folded at the racing page. What's the worst horse of the afternoon? Roman Nose is running at Bogside. <laughs> no, Roman Nose nearly won last week with a jockey blew it. No, we need a real no-hoper. Now, wait a minute, what about this? Here we are. My what's-it. <laughs> Set 250 to 1 in the T30. Oh, look, there's a picture. It's so thin you could hang your hat on its ribs. Right, that's settled. We put the 75 pence on my what's-it. I'll nick round the betting shop and put it on in your name. If that horse is in the first ten, I'll be the next Miss World. <laughs> Good thing you brought your radio, Mildred. Oh, quiet, too. Just listen to the race. Right. Well, it's a close race so far, but Dolly Bird is definitely out in front. Yes, Dolly Bird's out in front, and then it's Mary Margaret, followed by Gay Fellow. But Gay Fellow doesn't seem to be bothering either Dolly Bird or Mary Margaret. <laughs> Now I can see Uncle Ted moving up fast behind Dolly Bird. <laughs> and it's neck and neck for Uncle Ted and Dolly Bird. Still no sign of my was it? Probably hasn't even started. It's goodbye to 75 pence. <laughs> now Uncle Ted's fallen back with Dolly Bird in second position. And there's a new leader. Yes, the new leader is Mary Margaret. 
Mary Margaret, a dark horse wearing blinkers. And now, Uncle Ted's making a comeback, but he's being nudged by Gay Feller. And by Jove, yes, it's Uncle Ted on the turn. <laughs> but what's this? My what's it suddenly starting to show. Oh, no, not my what's it. Yes, my what's it. My what's it up on the rails now, and the crowd's as surprised as I am. But you said my what's it didn't have a chance. Well, I said my what's it didn't have a chance, but I was wrong. You're not the only one. <laughs> and at the post, it's my what's it by oh. a length. And there'll be a photo to decide what happened between Uncle Ted and Gay Fallon. <laughs> Oh, that blooming horse is blooming one. Yes, my what's it has won at 250 to one. A great surprise. You can say that again. A great surprise to us all. <laughs> oh, switch it off, Mildred, will you? Well, sir, you'll be the first Miss World with a bowler hat and a moustache. <laughs> what are we going to do, one? 250 times 75p is uh, uh, just a bit uh, work, uh, the, considering... Well, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Look, who will you just... Split it three ways, sir. You know, 50-50. Mildred, money won by E and E accounts belongs to that account. We couldn't just divide it among ourselves. It would be unethical. It would be immoral. Besides, we might get found out. Quite. <laughs> no, 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 no. The answer is we just don't collect our winnings. No one will know, and we'll have got rid of our surplus. Could we do that? Well, of course. What sort of book is going to force you to take your money? Mm. Alex Brown. Ah, good day to you, sir. Tis Smiley O'Reilly here, your friendly Irish bookmaker. May I have the pleasure and privilege, sir, of congratulating you on your fine win in the 330. Oh, uh, yes, thank you. Me lad's already on his way round with your winning, sir, which he'll deliver himself in person. Oh, glory. We like paying out here, you see. The more we lose, the less we have to pay in tax. Good day to you, sir. The money is on its way. Ah, this is all your fault, too. Why pick on me again? Well, A, because you're nearest. And B, because if you hadn't underspent, we'd never have had that surplus. How did I underspend? Everyone else takes taxes on ministry business. You have to go on your bike. Mm. I hate taxes. The meter keeps making me jump. Oh, it's daft, I call it. All the other ministries get rid of money like it was going out of fashion. I bet they're all short of cash. Well, perhaps they'd like some of ours. By Jove, too. Mm. I think you've hit it. Huh? You're brighter than you look. Oh. Then I suppose you'd have to be. <laughs> Thank you very look, much. Get your pad, Mildred. Mr. Lamb will give you a circular memo for all departments. Yeah. Tell them if they've overspent, they can have some of our surplus. <laughs> There's a man outside with a big portfolio. Well, send him away. I've already got one. No, he says he has an appointment, sir. Seems he's an artist. He was sent by the Arts Council. Oh, yes, yes, yes. They rang earlier. Well, I can't see him now. We, we have to open all these replies from the other ministries. Ask him to wait. Rightio, sir. What a lot of answers, man. It looks as if plenty of departments had trouble balancing their books. Yes, well, we've got about 200 pounds to get rid of, too. Well, I don't know. We should be able to lose it among this lot. Mm, let's see what's in this envelope. Yeah. I say, it's full of five-pound notes. Good Lord. There's a stack of notes in this one. Oh, there must be hundreds here. All these envelopes are full of money, one. Well, what on earth did you say in that, sir? Well, I've got a copy here. Let's see. The general assistance section are planning to dispose of a budget surplus. Can we assist your department? Oh, good 
grief. I see what's happened. They all put in for too much money in their annual budgets, and they found they couldn't spend it. Now they're dumping their surpluses on us. Oh, dear. Get Mildred in. Get her in. She'd better add it all up and give us a breakdown. I can feel one coming on already. <laughs> this would never have happened if we'd spent that money on fish and chips. I mean, you'd hardly credit it. You started off with just 75p to get rid of, didn't you? Yes, that's right, that's right. And what is our total surplus now? Uh, £17,000, sir. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, that's including your betting win and the money that's just come in. How are we going to get rid of all this? Uh, look, uh, pardon me for protruding, sir, but that, that artist bloke's been waiting over an hour to see you. He's done a mural in the corridor. <laughs> Disgusting. Better get someone to clean it up. Well, I suppose we'll have to see him. Uh, what's he here for, anyway? He says his name's Ted Sponge, sir, and he's ahead of his time. He wants some money to exhibit his work. Ah, yes, I remember. The Arts Council can't back him as they spent all their money on solid gold sandals for the Cotton Garden Corps. <laughs> yeah, well, what's this, uh, what's this for light, Mildred? Well, he's got long hair, sir, and he keeps tripping over his beard. <laughs> Why don't we spend that 17000 on an exhibition of this chap's paintings? If he's ahead of his time, we could lose the money overnight. And no one could say it wasn't a proper use of ministry funds. Mm. By Jove, too, you've hit it. Sponge uh, doesn't look like a success, does he, Mildred? Oh, no, sir. Now no. he looks very odd. He? He's wearing khaki trousers and a vest that says, Freak out, it's Friday. <laughs> These artistic types all dress like that, you know. John Bitumen, <laughs> Elsie and Doris Walters. They're, they're all the same. Wheel him in, Mildred, will you? Righty house, sir. Now, we'll have a look at his paintings, too. Yes. And if they're as bad as I think they might be, we'll give him the 17,000. See? Yes. But remember, we're assisting the Arts Council here. We must make sure he's a hopeless prospect. Yes. This way, Mr. Sponge. Ah, come in, please. Oh, thanks very much, like. Do have a seat, Mr. Sponge. Oh, no thanks, like. I'll sit in the floor. That's where I can feel the vibes, like, you know. Oh, of course, yes. <clears throat> now then, we hear you're in a jam, Sponge. You... <laughs> you what? You need some money to launch an exhibition of your work. I see you've got the portfolios. No, I've always sat like this. <laughs> no, I mean, you've brought some samples of your work. Oh, you'd, you'd like to see me paintings like? Uh, yes, please. Yeah. Well, I've got some here. Now, this one, this one's called Disaster. Yeah. Oh, yes, I see what you mean. <laughs> uh, what is it? What is it? It's an abstract put-down of our decadent, materialistic society. That's what it is. Oh, yes, I should have guessed. Yeah, it's remarkable brushwork, I must say. Brushwork? Are you joking? I paint with me big toe, don't I? Well, I mean, that and other things. Uh, to, get, uh, to get the full emotional gamut, like. Splendid. And this is the sort of thing you intend to exhibit? That's right. But um, I've other plans and all, like. I'm going to be in shower myself. As a piece of living sculpture. You're going on show yourself? Yeah, I'm going to cover myself, cover myself with green paint and stand on a couple of empty beer crates. Good gracious. Upside down. Really? Nude, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Mr. Sponge, you're, you're just the man, you know, we've been looking for. Yes, on behalf of the Arts Council, we'll have great pleasure in giving you the money for your exhibition, 
Now. Now? Uh, here you are. It's all in this sack. Seventeen thousand and one pounds. Uh, we'd like you to start your show at once. Uh, are you sure? Well, just to make absolutely sure, may I make a suggestion? Oh, feel free, like, you know. Uh, this green paint sounds most promising. Now, why don't you pour some over members of the public? Anyone who comes into the exhibition. And remember, be sure to spend every penny. I certainly will, yeah. like. Tira, then. Uh, goodbye, old chap. Uh, don't forget the green paint. Like? <laughs> well, well, that fellow sponge was a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we shan't see any of that money again. You're right, one. If we do, I'll eat my bowler hat. <laughs> Morning, sir. Good news. Have you seen the papers? Uh, not yet, Mildred, no. They've all got photos of Ted Sponge's exhibition. It's just opened. Oh. I say, look at this. A picture of him pouring turpentine over the Minister for the Arts. <laughs> well, that's to remove the green paint, I suppose. <laughs> oh, my friend. The public won't go near the place. Oh, look at this one. Sponge hanging from a water pipe, stark naked. <laughs> well, if this hasn't got rid of our 17,000, nothing will. General Assistance Department, Lennox Brown smirking, uh, speaking. <laughs> Arts Council here, Miss Vera de Beer. I understand you backed an artist named Ted Sponge with government money. That's right, Mr. Veer. Naturally, we realize he's ahead of his time, but we in the government arts sector must be prepared to lose money, especially when it's the taxpayers. Of course, that's what the Arts Council's for, but this exhibition is making money. We true art lovers know that... What? It's making money? Sponge has taken the art world by storm. American dealers have bought all his work. Good Lord. And that means that you've made a vast profit. It's quite shameful. But we haven't made any money, madam. No, of course you have. The government get 25% of all sales from sponsored exhibitions. You'll be receiving a check for 800,000 pounds. Oh, good grief. Goodbye. Our surplus is now 800,000 pounds. Pass the salt, Mildred. Oh, don't eat your bowler at, Mr. Lamb. I think there's rain on the way. Now, there's the cheque, too. 800,000 pounds. Why don't you tear it up? Well, that wouldn't help. The money's already been transferred to our E&E account. Oh, isn't there anything you can do? Well, I'm thinking of booking a flight to South America. Ah, Eric Brown, not leaving early, I trust. Uh, apparently not, Sir Gregory. Well, I've just called in about that little matter of your E&D surplus. <laughs> Have you got rid of that 75 pence yet? <laughs> Why the devil is Lamb trying to hide behind the hat stand? I'm opting out, Sir Gregory. Well, opt back in again at once. Now, where was I? You were talking about the weather, Sir Gregory. Ah, yes, yes. Whether you got rid of that 75 pence or not. Uh, to be quite frank, not, sir. I'm afraid we've slightly increased it, sir. Increased it? Yes. How the blazes did you do that? Oh, I suppose you're now going to tell me that you've got a, a surplus of a pound. Well, uh, actually, it's a little more, unfortunately. More? How much? It's in the region, and I do emphasize it's in the region, of 800,000 pounds, sir. 
<laughs> by Jeff Lennox Brown. Oh, you do have a droll sense of humor. <laughs> Don't you agree, yeah, Lamb? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you nearly caught me there, you know. <laughs> I actually thought you'd increased your surplus. <laughs> we have, sir, to 800,000 pounds. Look, here's the statement. What? Oh, here he's gone red. Mm, no orange. Now green. Time to go. Stop! You've got a surplus of 800,000 pounds. Catch him, too. Prop him up against the cupboard. <laughs> Fetch me a glass of water, Lamb. And see you put plenty of brandy in it. Uh, yes, sir. I'll get it. Now, now listen to me. You've got to get rid of that money, and quickly. If the Prime Minister heard about this, I'd be, I'd be struck off his Christmas card list. <laughs> and sacked as well. Well, we have tried, sir, but we just don't seem to be able to lose it. The only way to lose this sort of sum is on the stock exchange. Oh, you mean buy some really useless shares? Yes, there are plenty around at the moment. Now, luckily, I know a really bad stockbroker, oh. but he saves his worst advice for people who look half-witted. You mean we should send Lamb to invest the money? Exactly. <laughs> Get him over to the city at once. That was very simple, Sir Gregory. Your stockbroker knew I was a financial expert at once. He kept saying, we've got a right one here, huh? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But uh, uh, what did you invest the money in? I put it all into a Scottish firm called McBorby Enterprises. Oh, well, what do they do? Apparently they bought an island in the Outer Hebrides called the Isle of Alassie. They're going to turn it into a beachorama and sun center. A beachorama <laughs> and sun center out in the North Atlantic? By Jove, not much hope for that enterprise, no, right? I don't quite follow. Have I done the right thing? Lamb, you've excelled yourself. Oh, thank you. We've got rid of that 800,000 pounds, all right. Here's the evening papers, sir. Oh, thank you, Mildred. Put it down, my dear. Just a minute. What's that headline? Oh, it's just something about boring old shares, sir. Uh, let me have that, Mildred. It... No, you read it too. My hands are shaking. Uh, right. Big oil strike on Isla Valassi. Oil? Oh, no. McBorby no. Enterprises shares rocketed on the stock exchange late this afternoon when news came in that vast amounts of inshore oil had been found on the Isle of Alassi. Shares rose from 50p to 300 pounds each. Sir <laughs> <laughs> Gregory, what's the matter? Have I spoken out of turn? Two. Sir Gregory's fainted. Fetch the fire bucket. Yes. No, 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 no. The one with the water, not the one with the sand. <laughs> You seem a lot better today, Sir Gregory. Well, I see now that money on this scale is a good thing. A small surplus is an embarrassment, as I told you. But the Exchequer must be glad of 800 million pounds from our petty cash. Well, Lord Stilton will know, sir. They say he has a brilliant financial brain. Yes. Come in, come in. Ah, oh, it's you, Pitkin. <laughs> and your minions, eh? Yeah, uh, Lord Stilton, I'd like to get down to brass tax. A brass tax? Well, I don't think the nation would stand for it to make enough fuss about income tax. You, you misunderstand, sir. I'm referring to that matter I mentioned on the phone. Yeah, on the phone? Yeah. Yeah, oh, 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 you mean the business with the typist and the banana. Oh, uh, she'll keep her mouth shut. No, no, sir, this... 
800 million pounds surplus I amassed on my department's expense account. So you amassed it. You blasted fool, Pitkin. You half-baked idiot. Actually, Lennox Barn and Lamb did most of the amassing. Thank you. But this 800 million is a disaster, man. A disaster. Currency speculators are, are pouring money into Britain. Well, isn't that good, Lord Stilton? No, it's not good. It's, it's not real wealth, you see. It's just hot money. The economy could be suffocated by worthless paper currency unless we all work hard to get rid of it. Uh, the PM's addressing the country tonight. And here is the news read by Brian Martin. The money crisis... The Prime Minister told the nation tonight of urgent steps to deal with the massive financial surplus which threatens the nation's economy. He said that all wage claims will be granted immediately and in most cases trebled. <laughs> in return, workers will be expected to spend the money at once and come back for more. <laughs> Union leaders have denounced the move as a government trick. They said they didn't as yet understand it, but to be on the safe side, they'd oppose it. <laughs> Shop stewards are already planning to march through London demanding longer hours and less pay. <laughs> the Prime Minister ended tonight's speech with these words. Let me reassure you that the pound in your pocket is not increased in value. Of course, there'll be scaremongers and dismal jimmies who'll tell you that we'll never get rid of all this money. But let me make this perfectly clear. We can pull through this crisis if the British people will loosen their belts and pull their socks down. <laughs> I tell you now, don't be afraid to live above and beyond your yearnings. Are things any better, Sir Gregory? Not at all, Linux Brown. We just can't get the public to stop saving. Some people haven't spent a penny for weeks. <laughs> things are getting desperate. And all because of our 800 million. Well, Lord Stilton's furious. Oh, oh, there you are, Pitkin, uh, Lennox Brown. Uh, I've got some good news for you. Good news, Sir Stilton? Are you sure? Uh, positive, yes. Uh, just thought I'd let you know. Well, thanks for calling. Keep in touch. Uh, 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 one moment, sir. You, you, oh. you haven't told us what the good news is. Uh, oh, good Lord, my word. I'll forget my own name in a minute. <clears throat> the point is, you see, the chairman of the International Monetary Fund phoned me this morning, and he said... Uh, yeah, oh. He said... Uh, Lord Stilton? Oh, yes, yes, he said, Lord Stilton. Uh, we've changed our policy over the weekend, and we're now willing to accept Britain's currency surplus as real wealth. So our 800 million is a good thing. Oh, it's a splendid thing. We're now set for a real boom. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. Done what to? I put it into the ministry shredder. Well, I told you not to stand too close. Huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> the money. All that money, our troubles are over. I drew 800 million from the bank on Friday, and I've spent all the weekend feeding the notes into the shredder. It's all gone. Oh, oh, I'll kill you, Lamb. Just said you I'll run kill to you. you. Run to your life. Oh, 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 oh,